0: This is Holy Family School of Faith.
1: Well, welcome to our rosary meditation. Let's begin in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's call to mind all those that we've promised to pray for. Continuing to ask for the intercession of Pauline Jericho, for little Olivia Keneally, for her complete recovery, and for... Uh, We're praying for the repose of the soul of Tara, a young mother with three children who died suddenly. Uh, We're praying for her speedy entrance into heaven and for the consolation of her children and her family and for all those that you've promised to pray for. Today is the feast of St. Andrew the Apostle. Andrew was the brother of St. Peter. They were both from Bethsaida, so also was Philip. Bethsaida on the Sea of Galilee, fisherman by trade. Andrew was a seeker of the truth, and he had a longing for God. In yesterday's rosary, we talked about how prayer is to become a longing for God. Andrew had a longing for God, which led him to become one of the original disciples of john the baptist john the baptist who upon seeing jesus said to andrew behold the lamb of god and hearing this andrew followed jesus who called him to be an apostle and for this reason andrew is known as the first called and early the next morning after jesus called andrew andrew went and found his brother peter and said to him we found the messiah and he took Peter to Jesus. So not only is Andrew the the first called of the apostles, he's also the one who is actually a missionary to St. Peter. Uh, Andrew brought the first pope Peter to Jesus. Then after the ascension of Jesus, Andrew went and proclaimed the good news to first the people of northern Turkey, to Greece, to the Slavic nations, all the way to Kiev in the Ukraine, making it as far as uh, Novgorod, uh, Russia, just south of St. Petersburg. So Andrew reminds us there is just one mission that Jesus gave the church. Yes, we do all kinds of things. We run hospitals and schools and parishes and the church does all kinds of things, but Jesus gave just one mission to the church, go and make disciples of all nations. So if we want to be a follower of Christ, then it's not enough to be just a receiver and a passive consumer of Christianity. To be a Christian means to be a disciple maker. Jesus through the bishop gave you a divine mandate and seven gifts of the Holy Spirit at your, com- your confirmation precisely to be a disciple maker. And we are to do so through family and friendship. So my question for you in this first decade is, what account will you give to the Master when he returns, wanting, to, wanting an account of the gifts, the talents he's given you, and what profit in souls can you render to him? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this
0: day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy.
1: Now, shortly before the crucifixion of Jesus, some Greeks had come to Jerusalem for the Passover. And wanting to meet Jesus, they approached Philip and Andrew. And when when Andrew told this to Jesus, Jesus replied, Now the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I tell you most solemnly, unless a grain of wheat falls on the ground and dies... It remains only a single grain, but if it dies, it yields a rich harvest. Andrew took this to heart, and everywhere that he proclaimed Christ, he suffered at the hands of those to whom he was trying to bring the love of God. Finally, in the year 60, Andrew was martyred by crucifixion, and like his brother Peter, he did not feel worthy to be crucified like Jesus. And granting his wish, the cross of Andrew was in the shape of an X, which has come to be known as St. Andrew's Cross. Seeing his cross, Andrew cried out, Hail, O cross, inaugurated by the body of Christ and adorned by his limbs as though they were precious pearls. Before the Lord mounted you, you inspired in earthly fear. Now instead... Endowed with heavenly love, you are accepted as a gift. What powerful words, Andrew accepted his cross as a gift. Andrew goes on, Believers know of the great joy that you possess, O cross, and of the multitude of gifts you have prepared. I come to you, therefore, confident and joyful, so that you too may receive me exultant as a disciple of the one who is hung upon you. O blessed cross, Clothed in the majesty and beauty of the Lord's limbs, take me, carry me far from men, and restore me to my teacher, so that through you, the one who redeemed me by you, may receive me. Hail, O cross. Yes, hail indeed. How wonderful the way in which Andrew greets the cross. He accepts it as a gift, and he sees it as the very means the vehicle that will carry him most quickly to his teacher, his friend, his Lord Jesus. Oh, if we could see our cross uh, and accept it as a gift and as the very vehicle that will carry us to Jesus. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: Give us this this day day our our daily daily bread. bread.
1: Pope Benedict XVI, reflecting on these words of Andrew the Apostle as he accepted his cross for his martyrdom, Pope Benedict writes, Here is a very profound Christian spirituality. It does not view the cross as an instrument of torture, but rather as the incomparable means for being perfectly configured to Jesus, to the grain of wheat that fell into the earth, Here we have a very important lesson to learn. Our own crosses acquire value if we consider them and accept them as part of the cross of Christ. It is by that cross alone that our sufferings, too, are ennobled and acquire their true meaning. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy.
1: Now, the cross in our life, or suffering by itself, is often the loss of something good. But if we accept our suffering, like Andrew did, and unite it to the cross of Jesus, then it is not loss, it is gain. How so? If we accept our suffering, that means if we've done all we can to remedy or change the situation, and then we can't change the thing, that means that God has allowed it. And if He has allowed some suffering, some loss, it is only so that He can give you something greater, Himself. And if we accept what God has allowed, uniting it to the cross of Jesus, then God uses our suffering to actually bring us closer to Jesus, the goal of our life. And God uses it to bring other people to Jesus. The cross of Jesus is the power of God to save the world. When we unite our useless and powerless suffering to the suffering of Jesus, then our suffering is united to all the power of the cross of Christ. United to all the power of God to bring us close to Jesus and to help bring others Close to Jesus. Do not waste any cross or suffering. Accept it. Unite it to the cross of Jesus. Offer it up so that the grain of wheat can bear much fruit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give Give
0: us this day day our daily daily bread bread, and and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us.
1: Holy
0: Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory
1: be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As
0: it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Oh, my
1: Jesus, forgive us
0: our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy.
1: Now let me give you the key to unlock the mystery and power of suffering. The key is to stop resisting God and to start surrendering to God. And surrender does not mean giving up. It doesn't mean rolling over. To surrender or to abandon oneself to God means this, letting God do what he wants. Abandonment is to make room for God to act by accepting the cross he allows. But we close the window of God's opportunity in our life when we resist and rebel with anger, fear, alarm, aversion, despair, all these emotions that well up when we face some suffering, some trial, some difficulty, something that we can't change. If God allows some cross or suffering in your life, yes, for sure, do what you can to change it. And if you can't change it, then accept it. By acceptance, we choose. It's a choice. It's active. To cooperate with God rather than to resist Him. But you have to practice accepting what you did not choose, do not like and cannot change. And we have to begin to practice it in the little things in life if we want to be able to do it in the big things. Now, crosses come in all shapes and sizes physical, mental, emotional, relational, professional. We've had all kinds of losses and things that we don't like. Our whole way of life has been changed in 2020. Are we just angry? Are we just sad? Or are we becoming active? Accepting what we can't change? Uniting these to the cross of Christ so Jesus and His power can turn everything that we face to good. Let God do whatever He wants, but let's learn to cooperate with Him. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven.
0: Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation